Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Conscious Man Podcast. I am your host, Scott Pagliaccio, and this podcast is designed to help you grow, to help you develop, to help you stretch, to help you reach a level of consciousness or awareness that you weren't presently operating from. Uh, and we are joined by two special guests, two special friends, uh, Dr. Amy and Dr. Tyler. And uh, I have to preface this by saying, I just went through an amazingly transformational experience here at their office. So we're gonna share more about what they're up to in the world and how the work that they're doing is elevating the collective consciousness of the entire universe. This is some very special work and uh, it's very uh, special to me and they're very special to me. And so I'm gonna let them, I'm, I'm gonna let them uh, introduce themselves and uh, tell you a little bit more about what they're up to in the world and we're gonna field some questions. So uh, Amy, Tyler, take it away. Yeah, and you're very special to us. Uh, thank, you. thank you very much, <laughs> I appreciate that. And I'm Dr. Amy at Self Unbound in Dallas. I'm a chiropractor here. And I'm Dr. Tyler Lewis, chiropractor here from Dallas. Um, you know, we have a really special opportunity being able to serve as chiropractors in the Dallas community, and it's something that we really enjoy. And, you know, especially our relationship with you has been always amazing and has always been devoted to growth. And so it's really awesome to be able to share here your gifts uh, today. It's really amazing. So thank you for having us. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so let's get right into it because I think most of the listeners, when when they hear chiropractic, they're I think typically thinking, you know, it's smashing bones, and you probably get this all the time. Oh, yeah. And yeah. and I would like to have them have a deeper understanding of what NSA is, and um, is it a very common practice here in Texas? So that's two questions. Yep. Um, I guess start wherever you'd like. And so addressing the very beginning, yeah. as far as people's view on what chiropractic is, yeah. it's interesting. Since this is the Conscious Man podcast, I want to definitely address this. Chiropractic was always meant to, in the words of the founder, unite man the physical with man the spiritual. Mm, okay. And so now I think a lot of people, and even the path that a lot of mainstream chiropractic, I don't mainstream, I guess common <laughs> chiropractic has gone, is more allopathic model and like, oh, I hurt here and turning into more like a physical therapy. So strictly body-based, not that took out that spiritual aspect uh, of it. Um, so that being said, network honors all parts of the human. So the spiritual, the emotional, the mental, and the physical. Um, as far as what exactly it is, uh, at the very biological level, Network helps your brain find tension patterns within your nervous system and helps you liberate them and process the information that was stored. That makes sense because I just, <laughs> I was just liberated like fucking crazy, yeah. to say the least. And so it's like, you know, it's a pretty basic sentence for what it all encompasses, but the nervous system is literally our gateway to life. Mm. It's how we experience ourselves. It's what controls everything in our bodies. It's our perception of our environment, our perception of spirit. Our, that's how we are conscious is our nervous system. It's a receiver and a transmitter. And so trauma, 
anytime we're exposed to too much information coming in that our nervous system doesn't have the energy to process, it stores it in a connective tissue around the brain, spinal cord, and nerves. Ultimately, there's two reasons why. One, it's a storage unit, and two, it actually shuts down nerve pathways, essentially. That's if too much information is coming in, it has to shut down some pathways in order to function and survive. So, so it creates pain. It creates the pain. There is, yeah, some of it's pain, but I think it's like 95% of the nervous system doesn't feel pain. It's not pain receptors. Uh -huh. So you can have all this tension and they're not even know. Sometimes it is pain. 5% of the time it's pain. And so if it's stored in the nervous system, then the body experiences pain? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 Shall we show you Sorry, we have some ringing. Here yeah, it's okay. No on. worries, man. I don't know. Yeah, we're live, so it's all good. <laughs> Who knows what the fuck is going to happen? All kinds of stuff. Yeah, here. so it's okay. <laughs> so don't be alarmed out there, listener. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as talking about how stress actually gets stored, this is like a really um, dumbed down version. I don't want to say dumbed down, but a simplified no, version. No. Yeah. Because ultimately, I think a lot of the listeners are into consciousness. And so really, all of it's happening in the field around us. And we're a hologram of that. So our body is a reflection of what's going on in the field. Okay. And so if you're talking about storage, it's not really in the body. But to make it simple, think about the brain, spinal cord, and nerves having a saran wrap. And that's literally a place where information can get stored and bound so it doesn't have to go through and be processed by the brain. So it gets stored there. Okay. And so when you, like you experienced on the table, yeah. when that tension gets liberated, you have enough energy at the time to process that information. So you get all the wisdom from all of the events that stored that tension. And the really amazing part, which I heard you talk about your dad, yeah. in our DNA, it passes down a blueprint in order to have our proteins assimilate in our body and create our actual structure. Mm -hmm. Well, you get your dad's tension patterns. So any experiences he oh. had that he didn't get the wisdom from, when it liberates, you get his wisdom oh. and his father's wisdom and his father's. So it's a total ancestral lineage process. It's not just you. Do you remember, I don't know if you guys recall this, but when you came to my house and I had the back issue, yeah, that is what my father passed along. Like all of his brothers had that same thing happen when th their back would go. Like it was a, they called it a polyacho mm -hmm. thing. Like all the polyacho men had this back issue. And so you're saying that that was passed along to me in my DNA. And until that energy was liberated, that would continue to happen. Yeah. And you would be exposed to situations and events where it triggered that. And it would bring your awareness to that area to get you to connect with it, to get you to connect with that information and wisdom and find and claim the energy to liberate it. Wow. That is amazing. That's that's way, way more. <laughs> that's just, I mean, I feel more healed than so, going in and somebody like cracking my neck. Like, what what does that do then? What is, okay. what is the yeah. typical... Uh, chiropractic thing look like versus so there are times in care where we will do osseous uh, adjustments did you want to talk on it or is, yeah Go ahead. where we will do those adjustments ultimately what's happening if you think about that connective tissue that I talked about when it gets wound up and bound it yeah. locks up the spine okay. and so you know chiropractors will go in and adjust that area but a lot of times 
all that information got found there because it was too much to process at one time. So if you release it all at once, body goes back into defense and then it just gets bound again. It doesn't get processed and integrated. Wait a minute. Can you say that part again? Yeah. That was really interesting. And I just kind of yeah. zoned for a second. And I really So you have a lot of information coming in. Yep. The brain says, can't even do it. Got to breathe. Got to have my heart beat. Got to survive. Got to survive. Gotcha. And so that information gets bound in the connective tissue along the spine at some segment. Mm -hmm. And it walks up that area of the spine, making it not able to move and get its full range of motion. Okay. So you can go in there and adjust it like for, I don't want to say force, but force that area to move sure. <laughs> and that releases all that information at one time. So if you do that, a lot of times the brain goes, yeah, I did that for a reason and it locks up again. So mm -hmm. you'll find your, you know, people will find themselves back in the same repeated patterns. So it's kind of just putting a bandaid on. Kind of. You're not sometimes, right. sometimes there is the energy to process that and it, and it, and it works, mm -hmm. but not all the time. And so with this technique, you are allowing the body to unwind and process information at a sustainable rate. Uh, and so it might not be a, it's not a quick fix because we talked process. about that earlier. It's a process. So that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, because most people or most of us, the listener included, I imagine, you know, wants something instantaneously. They don't want to have to work for it, but that's. <laughs> We've been that's, conditioned. Right. We have yeah. been conditioned and it's a fantasy. So we're, we're going to have to put in some sort of work, uh, to get the result that we want, but starting with um, utilizing NSA as a tool to help uh, liberate the bound energy is is going to be is going to help you move through your life better, you know, physically, and navigate it uh, at a more conscious at a higher conscious level because you're able to accept more information from the field. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So do me a favor and explain <laughs> the field because the, this is exciting. Yeah. I'm glad I got that. I hope they're getting it. I think they will. I think they'll better understand it. If you explain, you know, this energy in the field. Great. Um, a simplified version of the field is the field is all of the information that surrounds us all the time. Um, the easy aspects of the field to understand, light, sound, smell, all of these signals that are floating around out there that whenever they encounter part of our body, our body is able to interpret that as a certain type of message. Light isn't what we experience it as. Light is just energy, but we have this special place on the skin on the back of our eye that as soon as that light energy hits that it excites a nerve goes to our brain our brain creates what we interpret to be light and what we're seeing and same with hearing and smelling tasting touching well there's more information out there than just the five basic senses you know feeling someone out right the vibe of your tribe things like that yeah. there's a subtle relationship that we have with everything that's going on around us and a part of us is constantly reading and measuring those subtle energetics of what's moving around us to help us determine what how we need to respond okay and how we respond to what's going on around us is based off a couple of factors one how much energy do we have available in our system to be able to create an adaptation to what we're experiencing and what's going on around us? Okay. So 
For example, you know, if you walk out the door, you're walking through the woods and you see a bear, do you have enough energy to, you know, fight the bear or is that a threat to your survival? Right. If it's a threat to your survival, then you kind of go back to a very reactive place and you're going to try to protect yourself. Um, so that's the back part of the brain, right? That's the fight, plate, or freeze. In, is, exactly. in your experience, are the majority of us in that low vibrational state most of the time? You, yes. And not necessarily because there's a bear, but perhaps right. there's deadlines. Perhaps you had an argument with your significant other. Perhaps um, you had an event that happened in the past and you're going through a current situation that reminds you of that event in the past. Your relationship to the field around you is shaped by the previous lens that you're, you were taught, that you inherited, um, that you haven't consciously partaken to shift the lens. You view the world almost from the past. So even from an evolutionary standpoint, even when we were cavemen, you're, yeah. you're saying we're not in fear of being eaten by a saber-toothed tiger anymore, but in the modern world, uh, we have the deadlines and ex-wives yeah. and more. Yeah, I want to address a couple of things sure. that were said. So you're saying lenses and you were saying a low vibe state. Okay. So lenses are essentially, you know, how we talked about you carrying on your father's tension patterns and your uncles yeah. and, you know, lineage or whatever. Well, that's the lens that your nervous system sees things through because you have certain tension patterns shutting down certain nerve pathways. So you see only certain elements in your environment. Therefore, you now have a lens and it's not just pure perception of what's reality. It's limited. It's limited. Okay. And so when you talk about low vibe, ultimately a vibration is a frequency that has energy and information. So a low one, you're going to think it's like this low, slow vibe, but it's a longer wavelength mm -hmm. that carries less information than if it looked like this because there's less surface area. I'm just talking about it in a structure, but yeah. this is like no, no, <laughs> an no, abstract no. way of, you know. Yeah. So anyways, if you're in a low vibe state, you're picking up on all these low, slow vibrations that you can process that amount of information. So a lot of the times it's fear, grief, apathy, regret, like that type of thing, mm -hmm. because that's the, as much information as you can process. So you're not able to vibrate at abundance and love. High vibe, yeah. yeah. Like when people talk about like high vibrations, yeah. it's like ultimately it's talking about high frequencies that carry a lot of information, but your nervous system has to have access and strategies to process that much. And so that's kind of this big point. Um, when you have these this bound tension in your body, these stored traumas, the stored stress, perhaps you're not able to necessarily resonate with a high vibrational state because you don't have the energy available to be there gotcha. and tr perhaps trying to sustain a high vibrational state whenever you have so much bound tension that can actually be trauma in itself trying to access a higher state when you're in a low state because you it drains you up uh, you can't sustain like yeah when yeah. people say just think positive it's right. like you're having access to the thoughts that you're having for a reason because that's how much energy you have. And so it's like claim more energy and then you can connect to other things. And so you have to liberate the nervous system in order for it to be able to sustain high energy states. If not, you'll just crash. Yeah. And I can honestly attest to being able to access a higher level of energy. And I like I feel now even more so than after the entrainment is like, 
like lib like yeah. that's it liberated <laughs> man like i feel fucking liberated and yeah. it feels amazing and i would uh yeah i just feel great so <laughs> oh yeah and so the yeah. lenses that's yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah. yeah i got lost i apologize um you know how you're talking about the hindbrain so like the yeah, reptilian the brain, lizard brain yep brainstem that's, that's our our survival yeah. right and so that saran wrap i talked about if it wraps around the brain think about i mean i'm trying to go into anatomy without pictures here but you have the front of your brain which is your like prefrontal cortex your frontal cortex and then as you go back you have like the emotional part of your brain, you have your brain stem. And so that wrapping, if it's wrapped around the front of the brain, when you get stressed and there's tension, it shuts down the higher centers of the brain, pulling you further and further back into the lower parts oh, wow. of the brain. And that's how it changes your lens or your observer. And so, you're so stuck in that. Yeah. You're like stuck in the back until part you, of your brain. Until you let go of the stress and then it can actually free up the higher centers of the brain. So you and can that, observe from a different lens. And the, the front part of the brain is the command center, which accesses those higher. Yes. Yeah. But it's not crucial to survival as a no. human. Right. But it is crucial for evolution. Mm. Wow. That is super interesting. And that leads me to the next question. Um, give me a second here. I got to find it. Go through my notes here. Well, let's. So I. I was doing some research and uh, Donnie was talking about uh, Donnie Epstein, maybe you want to talk a little bit about him and his influence on you and um, I guess tears of consciousness. So if you're in the back part of your brain, you're not able to access higher levels of consciousness. So uh, what is it that we can do or what is, what's the question I'm looking for here? How about you guys just talk about <laughs> tears of consciousness and uh, what actually that means, you know? Uh, yeah, first off, you know, network spinal care was developed by Dr. Donald Epstein back in 87, and he's really been working and developing uh, and researching this technique for a while, um, which again focuses on how our system is able to take advantage of and utilize the subtle energetic exchanges within our body and again with our surroundings. And um, to tie that into the tiers of consciousness, um, the tiers of consciousness is a model that explains kind of the evolution of life. And specifically looking at humankind, um, it takes us on a journey of the early mankind okay. that was focused on basic survival, um, leads us through the industrial revolution and brings us to the modern age and today's society is going through a shift that humankind has never experienced before because no longer is it necessary for our society to focus on survival for the first okay. time we're actually allowed to thrive which plays by a totally different set of rules than survival we can be creative we can be so creative the majority of us, I think what I hear you saying is the majority of us are stuck in survival mode and because of the stored trauma in the in our bodies and in our nervous system, you know, and in our society, <laughs> and in our society yeah. that we're not able to access higher levels of creativity. And one of the or two of the buzzwords that I hear a lot are passion and purpose. And if we're stuck in trying to survive, we're not 
it, I feel like we're not able to access that higher level, those higher levels of consciousness and become these creator beings that we inherently are. So, right, yeah. So and right. what's really amazing that's happening right now is the second tier, what you heard probably Donnie talk about, and then also the one who created the model. Uh, back. Back. Yeah. Um, Ken the, Wilber. And Ken, Ken Wilber. Wilber. Yeah, yeah I've heard about it. it a lot. Okay. Yeah. So integral theory. Yes. Yeah. Integral theory, yes. Yeah. All right. And so the second tier of consciousness is emerging. And ultimately, the biggest difference between, there's a few actually really large differences between the second tier of consciousness and the first. And one is that the second tier is based off unbound energy. So there will no longer be a need for trauma to bind energy and then liberate wisdom later when you have enough energy because you'll have all the energy you need. There'll be no need to bind it. Okay. And so it's literally- This is at the very pinnacle of consciousness. Yeah, this is the second tier. Okay. This is the arrival of the second tier. It's like, it sounds too good to be true, like this utopia, right? Like no trauma and everybody has access to all the abundance in the universe, but that's what it is. And that's what we're meant, that's what we've been ushering here the whole time. That's the whole point of the evolution, right? Um, the other big, huge difference is that people can self-reflect. And so, you know, we're talking about those lenses until you get to the upper mind. So the frontal cortex, you can't self-reflect. So you, you can only have one perspective. So how you see things is how things are. But then something happens when you get into higher energy state that now you can be an observer observing your thinker and your reactor. And you can now observe the process that's going on in order to make adjustments. And so you're no longer, I don't want to say, yeah, kind of like a victim to your environment. Right. You now can thrive and grow from it. Because and you have another perspective. Yeah to exactly. another vantage point to see you're yep. like oh i can see how this you can, see you can step situation. over your victim and kind of move into your warrior or, i don't that know that's good. yeah okay <laughs> so, well, oh, you, you you can see how things are serving you not just hurting you. Yeah. this isn't just bad this is also serving me in a way that i can grow and, and develop myself. right and the only way you would see that is if you could observe the situation from a higher vantage point exactly okay. so now and so amy had a, had a on some really big points here and this all ties back into consciousness but you look at the big organism also look at the subsets the individual human beings so you look at how we're made up we have kind of this hierarchy of components that we're made up of and as we grow they slowly develop the first of which we call the bioenergy which is basic body function um, keeping your cells alive the next tier up is our emotional system which is you know think about the midbrain hindbrain component you have the thinking mind uh, the rational thought, and then you have the components that are inspired mind, your morals, your you know your purpose, and a greater observer, what Amy was talking about a second ago. Yeah. Well, in the first tier of consciousness, the primary drives are survival, reaction, and stability, just creating a basic platform for survival. Um, if the system is focused on survival, it can't really move beyond it. And so what I was talking about, kind of the upper perspective or what we call the upper mind, actually being able to take a nonlinear perspective, being able to hold multiple perspectives at the same time and self-examine. Can you give us, like, give the listener an example of what that means? Like, what is, what, can you create a situation where somebody would, or you would be in a circumstance and then you would create, or you can maybe explain to the listener how there are multiple perspectives there. Cause I'm just okay. thinking that might be hard to grasp. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. No, that's fine. You know, so um, something tangible that's a taste. 
so this is observer. So we're talking about consciousness here. Um, Put in the context of, of that. Yeah, yeah. I have bring, an easy body one I can do. Let's do a body one. Yeah, okay. So right. here I'll use my toe as an example. Okay. So I have a blister on one of my toes. Oh. You say, oh, poor right? Amy. Poor Amy. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, this is really simplified, but this is this is kind of an idea. So I could feel the pain and be like, shit, my toe hurts. Like, this sucks. Like, I, I can't put on shoes and I'm a victim because I scraped my toe on the chair and that's just where I'm at. And it means nothing else. That's it. That's my perspective. That's where I'm at. I'm a victim to what happened. And next time I'll be more careful. Or my other observer can kick in and go, oh, okay, so what is this trying to tell me? Where am I being unconscious in my life that this needed to signal right now to me that something's going on that I need to look at? Because I'm feeling pain in my toe, but that's also in my field. So something in my field wants me to pay attention to it right now. So this is a gift because it's bringing my awareness to something I wasn't aware of before, something in my life that I've just been running into and not acknowledging. And it's actually hurting me. And my body is subtly right now, which maybe later will be not subtly, telling me, hey, you need to be more conscious of something because if not, trauma is going to happen. And so that's another observer. It's now, like you said, that was a perfect second tier phrase that you said is like, oh, we can see the gift of things that we would normally see as trauma or we're a victim to. You're like, whoa, this is happening because there's a greater wisdom here. Something's organizing this. And my body is a tool in this example, right? I'm using my body as a tool to evolve, and so I can observe what's happening without being a victim to the circumstance. Yeah, so it's not polarized. It isn't just yeah. one way. So then, what? And you're just so then you're just paying attention to, you're being more aware, more careful of how you're moving through your daily life. It so you don't do that again. But what's the? How do you find the information that it's trying to tell you? Mm. Is that? Wow. <laughs> yeah. And you know, that's something that this work is actually really good at helping you to connect with because the wisdom's in and around, like whether you're an internal or an external, it's in you, it's around you, it's accessible at all times. Right. And so literally within our body, our DNA, like, you know, there's so much information in the DNA. They call it like there's junk DNA that they have no idea what half the information is for. That's wisdom. That's information. So yeah. or it wouldn't be in there. Right? Yeah. So if my toe is asking me to connect, like think about, you know, I could connect literally with the sensation of what's going on, just connecting to the energy that's moving there. That's in chaos. All of a sudden, Oh, I'm putting more energy to it because I'm paying attention to it and I'm focusing my energy on it. Now it's going to start You're processing paying attention to yeah. your toe. Okay. Now I, it's going to start processing some of that information because I just added more energy to the system and wisdom downloads. It just integrates. So all of a sudden you're like, Oh shit. I know what that was telling me. And it's not that I have to go in a book and find it. So you can tap into your own wisdom that's there for you at all times. So if the body's screaming at you, it's probably saying, Hey, add some energy here so we can integrate some of this wisdom and information. But the problem is we give our power away all the time. We think it has to be in a book or it has to be out there and it has to be somewhere else, but we have access to everything we absolutely need at all times. And the universe is our partner and our bodies are a tool. And that's amazing. And that makes so much sense. And it, it also, it like, it makes so much more sense now hearing you say that after Tyler worked on me and I got up off the table and the information that was given to me, it was like, yeah. oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you facilitated the movement, the liberation of it. And 
brought it to my awareness and I paid attention. So yeah, that's exactly. just been absolutely amazing. And I can see how this uh, adding this to your uh, one of your daily life practices would be helpful. Um, and, you know, I'm a little skeptical, too, and I'm sure that, you know, some of the listeners are, too. And it's like, you know, this could be some woo woo shit or whatever. You know, I just want to get my back cracked and leave me the fuck alone. But um, or no. And, uh, you know, there's always the skeptic out there. And I imagine you run into them at times. Uh, and I forget where the fuck I was going with that. <laughs> but, yes, there is skeptics. Yeah. There are skeptics. And that's their own limitation, you know? Yeah. So I, I found myself. Thank you for that, Amy. I was. There isn't just one thing that is going to be the fix but you have to start with one thing. And if you were to start with this, what other recommendations do you have, like yoga, meditation? What other daily life practices would you integrate into NSA besides NSA? First off, healing begins first with connection, mm. opening a dialogue, yeah. and energy. The capacity to make change. Sure. Um, our primary focus, you know, you had the experience that you had on the table. Yeah. My only perspective, well, my job as a facilitator is to simply help you connect to yourself in the right space of energy. Now, outside of this, what can you do? Honestly, it varies. It varies. There is no quick fix to healing. There's a quick fix to not feeling, but what does that do for you? Not being able to feel the thing that's trying to create a shift in your life. It does a disservice. Um, it can, it can do a disservice. And so anytime someone comes in and it's like, you know, what else can I do in my life? We first examine, okay, what is your intention behind what it is that you're doing in your life? Exercise can be fantastic. However, if you're using physical movement in order to dissipate the stress of emotional tension you have going on in your life, and you're not fully feeling what that emotional tension is trying to help you with and trying to teach you, mm. it can lead to breakdown and okay. dis-ease in the body. However, exercise as an expression of the body and being able to you know, move and feel and challenge the body to grow and to be nourished, yeah. hell yeah, exercise is fantastic. Um, meditation can be absolutely wonderful being mindful but if it's a way to escape the pain of the day mm -hmm. you know oh well I just need to ignore everything that is bogging down in my life all these relationships I'm just gonna think positive and stay away from those things and focus on my spiritual growth there's a massive part of your life that's being neglected because again it's a form of escapism so again sure. it's not the practice it's the intention behind it gotcha. that, that we find the most important um, and that's why connection is so important, right? So anything yeah, that helps no. you connect. Like, you know, I know your friend Clark does meditative fitness, right? Yeah. So that fitness with intention and anything to connect further. So yoga is amazing. Um, eating food can be a really powerful way to be present with your senses and with what's going on. So yeah, anything with presence and intention to fully connect and experience the entirety of what's going on is those are all great tools. Yeah. Tier, tier one is all about taking action to get away from something, you know, get away from disease, movement, health. Tier one 
a tier one perspective and tier one consciousness yep. is more about you know action and it's a linear thought process tier two what predominates is intention it's not the what it's the why uh, yeah what's behind it yeah simon Sinek. yeah what's your why yeah no why. Yeah. yeah okay and then there's the third tier that's that not here yet that's not, not here yet not here yet we've had blips of it but um that's pretty well and beyond and that would be like talking about the tears of consciousness yeah. would be like hours and hours. Yeah, that's and a big one. There's a lot of resources. There's a guy on YouTube. Um, what's those? Actualized. Actualized.org. He has like, it's like a two hour video explaining the tears of consciousness. And it's so simplified and brilliant that that is a resource I'd totally recommend to break people. If people want to like break into learning about it, that's a great starter. Yeah. Yeah. That integral theory. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've looked at that a little bit. Yeah, uh, that, that's pretty heavy. I mean, it's good stuff. I yeah. like, I like, uh, like Ken Wilber. Yeah. All right. You know, I think the biggest struggle that's happening right now is the is trying to hold on. To how things were in the past. Oh yeah, I'm raising my hand on that one. Yeah, <laughs> all yeah. of us. We yeah. all are. Why do you think that we? You yeah. know, if everything's happening simultaneously, we can already be where, or we already are where we need to be. We just don't see because we're holding on to past. Yeah, I, I yeah, know. I have such a difficult time, like un, under like <laughs> conceptualizing that. Like oh, I get yeah. it; it's not linear, but it and it's all happening simultaneously. Oh, totally. But it's yeah. fucking difficult. It's a mind It is because <laughs> yeah. you cannot. Under, but I that's mean, the point, right? Because like the mind is what's trying to understand. So it's literally a mind fuck because the mind starts to malfunction because it's beyond the mind, which is a good thing. Right. Because the mind's job is to create a story to keep you bound at a certain energy state, which is good because you can't drop below that. But you also can't rise above that if you're staying in the same story. So you have to constantly relinquish your stories and allow them to reorganize mm. and change your perspective over and over and over and over again instead of holding on to what you know is true. Truth changes every second. The more perception and energy and information you have. So if I say, you know, I, I, let's say I'm holding on to the story about the way that I used to be, or mm -hmm. I've always done things this yeah. way, and I can't, you know, that's the way that I am. That's the way that my family, you know, expects me to be, and that's, you know, that's just who I am. That's bullshit. And you know what will happen? You'll well, probably end up having a ton of pain in your hip. Because your sacrum has a lot to do with identity mm -hmm. and because you're holding on to that old story and the rest of you is moving forward and that part's lagging behind, like your body's going to try to get your attention because the universe is saying, hey, Scott, let go of the fucking story. And, you know, yeah. that, oh. that's that's how that would probably go down and play out. And, and That's how it is playing out. Yeah. Down. yeah. <laughs> that's how it has. Yeah. 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 <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, as we start to wind down, I'm just noticing the time. Um, I have a few. Uh, I have. A, uh, this is a pretty big question. So for the both of you, and I think you're going to really enjoy this and you can have fun with it. So, um, so over the, over the course of your lifetime, you guys have learned and, uh, absorbed a lot of knowledge and wisdom and you've experienced a lot of things. So, um, after everything you've done, and, uh, everything you've accomplished, you're at the end of your lives. You guys are about to die. And uh, all of your wisdom and all of the things you've learned and you've taught, you know, are uh, they're going to go with you. You can't leave them here for other people to uh, to take and pass on, except for three things. Three 
things. Mm -hmm. So what are, Amy, first, what are your three things that are the most important that you want to leave behind for everyone to know? And Tyler, the same for you. Um, you know, what, are, what are the three truths of your lessons that you want to leave? And uh, Okay. Yeah. So if I was going to die tomorrow. Yeah. First one is the only thing constant is change. Mm. It's paradoxical. I love it. Love is all that exists. Yeah. And as within, so without. I guess that would be the, you know. Yeah. Yeah. As, what was the last one? As, as within, so without, so without. As without, so within. And it's just, you know, everything is a reflection of who we are and a reflection of all that is. I think those encompass a lot. So yeah. I, yeah that like would it's be very my, profound. <laughs> like, I, th I find that those are the things that last the test of time or like the yeah. things that are profound and deep and make you ponder because they yeah. might mean one thing to you now, but. You spiral and, around and it always has a deeper meaning. Yeah, and you so read the like, Tao, you read the Gita, you read the Bible, you know, you can, yeah. and you miss something. You can't absorb all of that beautiful information. So I love that. I love that. That's beautiful. Tyler, what are the three things? I got one. Hopefully the other two <laughs> yeah, cool. pop up pretty quick because I was listening to Say the first no, one. Man. The others will follow. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Connect. My, my favorite quote that I live by is, now I'm going to paraphrase it, but we're we are spiritual beings having a human experience, not human beings here to have a spiritual experience. And what that means to me is that our very humanness is the most sacred thing we could ever live while we're here on earth. And it's a matter of actually appreciating what it is that actually makes us human because it's in that pain and those lessons and in those joys and successes that we learned the deepest spiritual principles of the universe. Um, feel that, brother. Yeah. Mm. Two. Truly, we all stem from the same source. We're all one. Mm. And other people are really just mirrors. Mm. Um, for us and perhaps this blends into that one, but um, actually goes with what Amy was saying as, as within, so without. What we see, we either bless or curse depending on our perspective of it. And, Nothing is as it appears. It's simply our perception of that event. And that's actually uh, a great responsibility on us is if we're, we're, if we're condemning a situation, it's because of our own internal state. Mm, and yeah. in that moment, we're not giving it the potential energy to heal, whatever it might be. And likewise, once we are able to open up our perceptions and our awareness of a situation and see it as God embodied in a situation in front of us, then we bless it, then we give it energy. And whenever energy is given, energy is also received exponentially and creates immense growth and healing. Ooh. So yeah, those three. That's great. Whoa, <laughs> man, that was beautiful. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that absolutely amazing. Um, thank you for those beautiful gifts that you're leaving for all of us, but not anytime soon. I hope, you know, I think you guys are going to be around <laughs> for a while. Um, and uh, Amy, we talked about this earlier for the listener. Um, 
we wanted to give them some sort of action step that they could take. I don't know if we want to, is it necessarily in starting the healing process? And then we'll kind of go into you guys leaving your, all of your, you know, your email and your, or your social media so they can get a hold of you. Uh, and uh, if they want to come in and have an, get an entrainment and we have a discount for you guys as well. Uh, but here is your action step. I'm going to let Amy walk you through it. Amy and Tyler uh, are going to walk you through an action step that you guys can do immediately. You could do it now because now is the only moment that exists. So right. when the fuck else could you ever do something? But right <laughs> now, so do it now. Join with us if you're out there listening or, you know, follow along with Amy and Tyler, please. Okay. So I'm going to walk you through a breathing exercise that helps you get really connected to yourself and be really present with what is. Mm -hmm. um, doing this with voice only will be great. It's a great exercise for me to be able to, to communicate. So awesome. we can all do it together. Right on. So what you're going to do is either seated or you can lay on your back with your knees bent. That way your spine has more room. Whatever is the most comfortable for you. You're going to place your hands palm over palm facing your chest right below the little notch at the bottom of your throat. So at the very top of your chest. Okay. You're going to go ahead and breathe in through your nose into your hands and out through your mouth and try to keep all the breath right under your hands and feel that part of your chest expand. The air doesn't go anywhere else. And then as you breathe out, feel that part of your chest relax and drop and the whole exhale is coming right underneath of your hands so you're going to want to do that a few times let's do it three times in through your nose and out through your mouth in through your nose and out through your mouth Last time, in through your nose, not through your mouth. Now you're going to move your hands down right where your ribs come together. So for women, it's like right where your bra line is. Perfect. And you same thing, in through your nose, into your hands, and out through your mouth. And be really conscious that the air is trying to go somewhere else, like if your belly's expanding or your chest is expanding, and try to keep it right underneath your hands because you're wanting to channel the air right into that place so you can be consciously aware of what's going on there and bringing energy to that spot. So in through your nose, out through your mouth. And last time, in through your nose, and out through your mouth. Now the last spot is going to be right over your belly button. And same thing. We're going to breathe right into that area, in through your nose, and out through your mouth. In through the nose. Last time. And that's something you can cycle through three to five times. So just think three to five breaths in each spot and cycle through three to five times. And you'll notice afterwards 
I just feel so much more connected. It really does put your nervous yeah. system in a state of ease and it connects you to all the different parts of the spine, which is really important. So that's really, I mean, it's something free, something you can do every day and yeah. it's something to be more connected and already liberate stress from your nervous system. So is this something the listener could do multiple times per day? Like say they're feeling stressed out and like this is the go-to move for them. Yes. No, nobody, not nobody, but a lot of people are like, I don't have time for meditation, but literally that took us what, 20 seconds, yeah. 30 seconds. And totally what that will help I've, with is you won't bind that information because you're fully experiencing your body and yourself in that moment. So the best time to do it is when you're stressed. Uh, that, yeah, that that's a, a great practice. Uh, and I'm going to implement that. I'm going to integrate that into my life because I noticed that when I stress out or when something's going wrong, I totally keep it all inside of me. And we want to liberate that energy. So yep. this is a great tool to liberate energy in the moment. And uh, yep. yeah, thank you for that. I think that's super beneficial. Yeah. And uh, why don't you guys let everybody know where you're at, um, social media, what you guys are up to. If you have any, I noticed you have an event coming up. So you guys take it away and uh, let the listener know what's going on for you. Yeah, the easiest way to find us is to check out our website. It's www.selfunbound.com. Um, that's S-E-L-F-U-N-B-O-U-N-D.com. You can also check us out on Facebook, Instagram. Um, check out our hours uh, on our website. We also post a lot of classes that we have coming up for the month. Um, if you'd be interested in signing up for our newsletter, we like to show all the classes we're going to have for the month. Um, be sure to email us at frontdesk at selfunbound.com. Or if you have any questions that you may have uh, regarding what we've talked about today, what all network care entails and how it can help you this is what we're passionate about. We're here to really share a mission, uh, creating a radical shift in how we approach holistic health and well-being. Um, so we love this, and we'd love to help support you in any way, shape, or form we can. Cool. Yeah, and so two more things. If anybody listens to this in time and wants to come to a class we have this Saturday, we have a free breakfast at our office at 10 a.m., we are having breakfast tacos and we're talking about network spinal care. It'll be a really fun time. And so the link is on our website. And then also we're offering That's right. a discount to any listener. So anybody that comes in here and mentions- it's a, pretty, it's a pretty big discount guys. So guys and girls, so pay attention. Anybody who comes into our office and mentions the Conscious Man podcast will receive half off their exam package. So. That is a discount of $75. Huge, huge. Well, thank you guys for everything and uh, really appreciate uh, everything and you guys and what you're up to in the world. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. Really, really feeling grateful over here. I yeah. love you. Thank you. Thank Same. you. Yeah. Here, man. Love love you. <laughs> All right. Check you guys tomorrow on The Conscious Man. Uh, peace and we love you. Bye.